Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Dad, I'm broke. Hey, broke. I'm Dad. Dad. Okay, don't you have cash saved up from babysitting? No, I spent it. I want my own bank account from S&T Bank. They offer free ATMs, Zelle, and an annual scholarship. Plus, when I open a Smart Start checking account, I get $100. See? I'm responsible. Hey, responsible. I'm Dad. Visit stbank.com slash smartstart for details. Bonus available July 1st through September 30th, 2022. Opening deposit balance of $50 required. Member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. I am your host, Larry Least. Today we're continuing our series of unsolved and unsolved heists with the Great Plymouth Mail Truck Robbery. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check them out today, poddex.com. Use promo code Larry21 for 10% off your first purchase. And we'd also like to thank our newest sponsor, Audible. Finding time to sit down and read can be very difficult in today's world from, you know, having to spend time with family, kids, chores. That's why Audible allows you to listen to audiobooks from any device, from Android to iPhone to laptops to PCs. You can listen while you cook, clean, garden, exercise or just relaxing at home. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks available on the planet. If you're not a fan of audiobooks, they also offer you exclusive Audible Audible originals, podcasts, theatrical performances, comedy, and even guided wellness programs. Check them out today for a free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash larry21. In 
And as always, if you want to be a part of the show, you can send us a voicemail at 682-305-0483. Now let's dive right into the Plymouth Mail Truck Heist. On August 14, 1962, a mail truck set off from Plymouth in Massachusetts to the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. It had made its regular rounds to collect money from Salt Mallet branch post offices in Cape Cod, and the journey that pleasant summer's evening should have been a straightforward one. However, the truck never reached its destination. Instead, it became part of what would be then the largest cash heist in U.S. history. Remarkably, the incident referred to by the press as the Great Plymouth Mail Truck Robbery remains an unsolved mystery to this day. And today, we're taking a closer look. It was around 8 o'clock in the evening when truck driver Patrick Sheena and his guard William Barrett were making their way along the highway that links Cape Cod to the rest of Massachusetts and eventually the city of Boston. They were carrying surplus cash, registered mail, and receipts from some of the Cape's post offices. And the trip had so far been run in the mill, but when they reached the historic coastal town of Plymouth, Barrett spotted a police officer flagging them down. The two duly stopped, believing as Barrett told contemporary newspaper the Fitchburg Sentinel there might have been an accident up ahead. However, however, once the truck had parked, two cars shot out from the side of the road and blocked it in. Two men pointed what looked like submachine guns through the truck's windows and ordered Barrett and Chenna out of the vehicle and into the back. The Sentinel reported that the hijackers made use of highway detour signs that halt traffic and make it easier for their little convoy to get away from the scene of the crime. Barrett said the truck made several stops to drop off the stolen money before they reached the town of Randolph, some 25 miles away. There, the truck was abandoned and the captives finally freed on Route 128, a mainline highway connecting the north and south shores, Boston and the Massachusetts Turnpike to New York State. The armed robbery made headlines headline news the next day with the front page of the Sentinel calling the heist a keeper that would have made a television writer proud. First, no one was just sure how much money the gang could have stolen, with the press suggesting the loot may reach $42 million. Details were also sketchy, with Barrett telling reporters there might have been four robbers, but authorities later suggesting there could have been as many as seven. Importantly, officials informed the press the money was formally shipped to the Federal Reserve, by armored car. However, just three weeks earlier, Central Cape Cod Banks began a new system that involved moving the money using the post office in simple trucks. Post Office Department Representative William Gullett, who would have been on the truck had he not been on vacation, told the Sentinel on August 16th he thought one of the robbers could have known that the vehicle sometimes carried as much as two million. Based on eyewitness reports and police work, the authorities eventually broadcast an alarm for five men one woman believed to have been involved in the heist. The woman was thought to have been responsible for halting traffic along the highway so the robbery could take place undisturbed four miles further up. As for the men, investigators had only the potential names of Tony and Buster to go on. Nevertheless, Washington promised it would send its entire 1,000-strong force of postal inspectors to Massachusetts to crack the case if need be. In the end, it settled for Chief Postal Inspector Henry B. Montague, head of the nation's oldest investigating service. He had a 99% conviction rate when it came to crimes involving the mail, and he flew straight to Boston to take command of the situation. It was initially thought that the heist could have been the work of notorious bank robbers Albert and 
Nussbaum and Bobby Wilcoxon, two of the FBI's 10 most wanted criminals. Desert Sun reported on August 15th that authorities believe the methods of operation were similar in the Plymouth case to that used by the two men. And both had allegedly been seen in the region. Indeed, the two had robbed a number of banks at gunpoint starting from 1960, and their cash did include submachine guns. However, they were later captured and convicted of their crimes with no further mention of any potential connection to the Great Plymouth mail truck robbery. Almost five years have passed, and despite extensive efforts throughout New England, neither the FBI nor the U.S. Postal Inspection Service was able to make any further headway in the Plymouth case. They even offered huge rewards of 150000 plus 50000 from the Postmaster General for information leading to a conviction. Said any suspects killed during this pursuit would be deemed convicted as regards the reward. Unsurprisingly, this led to an atmosphere of near hysteria at first, but as the weeks and months passed, this eventually tapered off. In what looked like desperation as the five year deadline for the statute of limitations approached, the authorities indicted four men and one woman in front of a federal grand jury for the crime. The suspects were John Kelly. George W. Aggie, Joseph Tripoli, Thomas R. Richards, and Patricia D'Affrio. The investigation honed in on Richards, Kelly, and D'Affrio in particular, and they were released on bail pending a thorough investigation. U.S. Marshals searched their houses, and in Kelly's, they discovered $350 in cash, almost $3,000 in today's money, bulletproof vests, and 45 caliber firearms. Kelly was no stranger to crime and was known to work for a Boston family from the organized crime scene. Just when the case was about to go to trial and it looked like the authorities might be getting somewhere, Richard suddenly disappeared on his way to work as an electrician. He had been expected to appear as the prosecutor's witness, which would have meant testifying against the other suspect. Many believe he had been killed to prevent him singing like a canary on the stand and implicating the others. After that, the case against the rest of the suspects seemed to fall apart. As the Kentucky New Era newspaper reported on November 11th, 1967, <clears throat> I hate butchering these names, the airfield had been suspected of being the big bosom blonde spotted during traffic off the highway during the robbery. However, she was asked to wear a tight blue sweater and stand sideways in front of the witness stand. When eyewitness Angus Perry was asked if he was sure this was the woman he had seen that day. He conceded he might have been mistaken in his estimation of bust size. She and Kelly were both acquitted of taking part in the robbery. She eventually, Kelly eventually went into the federal witness protection after testifying against the mobster. He died of natural causes in 2000. In his book, My Life in the Mafia, Notorious Gangster, Vincent, Teresa claimed Red Kelly had been responsible for planning the heist in return for 80 cents on the dollar when the money was laundered, but this was never proven. The Great Plymouth Mail Truck Robbery remained the biggest cash robbery in U.S. history until it was surpassed by the Dunbar Armored Robbery in 1997. To this day, the $1.5 million haul remains undiscovered by the authorities and the mystery behind it has never been solved. So let us know what you think happened to the money in the, uh, leave a comment in the comment section below be sure to hit that subscribe button give us a thumbs up if you like our videos let us know 
think we should cover in future episodes. Thanks for listening. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and all major podcast platforms. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.